Hi, my name is Kate Santangelo. Welcome to the Monmouth Moms podcast, part of the Monmouth Moms Network. Listen in as we bring awareness to the best local resources for growing families in Monmouth County, New Jersey, chat with local moms and mompreneurs, highlight our favorite resources, local spots, restaurants, and more. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everyone. So happy to be back here at Bellworks in Homedale, New Jersey today. It's our third episode. Um, really excited, busy month for us. We're preparing for the Mammoth Moms Halloween Spooktacular later this month on uh, Sunday, October 30th. So beautiful day. Um, October is really, uh, we had some like crappy weather last week that was Windy and rainy, but um, this week has been beautiful, fall, yeah. crisp, really nice air. Um, our guest today is uh, Tanya from Majestic Exteriors, LLC. Welcome, Tanya. So nice to have you today. Thank you, Kate. Good to be here. Good. Um, so really excited to, to meet you. I know we've been working a little bit together on Mom with mm -hmm. Moms, and um, and I've been... Uh, in you know, in um, communication with some, with some of your staff who have been wonderful, but it's really been you know really nice to learn about um, who you are and the business that you have in our community and and what you've built um, mm -hmm. over the years. So tell me, um, you said you live your your Monmouth County mom. I am. Um, where do you live? Colts Neck. Very nice. My husband grew up there in Colts mm -hmm. Neck. Beautiful. I love that it's so. It's so quaint and quiet and, you know, it's a big town. Is it a big town? I don't no, know. it's, it's a, not. It's a small town. It, it appears to be big, Everybody knows not. each other. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's quiet. It's peaceful. I enjoy it. Yeah, it is very nice. He always says that we ultimately will possibly move up back to uh, to Cold Snack where he grew up. So we love mm -hmm. Huddies and we love that little, you know, town square there. And obviously mm -hmm. Delicious Orchards is Cold Snack, right? Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time there. We live right down in Aberdeen, like right down 34. So it's not too far from us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Well, it's a little difficult to travel on 34 now during the season because Delicious Orchards is just... It's taken on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know they have to hire like the, the cops, I guess, to direct traffic and everything. So They do. It's needed. Yes. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. very... Uh, yeah. That time... That's right. Like sometimes when you're trying to get down there, especially even like during the beach times, we'll take 34 down to get down to Seabird mm -hmm. and it um it gets very crowded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, so you've been in Cold Snack for how long? Oh, probably 12 years. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. And you have kids? I do, too. How old are they? Uh, 21, and Emily's going to be 20 next week. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Are they in school or they work? Uh, no, my son, um, towards um, uh, rather just before the pandemic, he was in Colts Neck High School and he was a senior graduating. And he said to me, Mom, I don't want to go to college. Yeah. I said, no. I said, well, then get in the truck because you're going to learn a trade, <laughs> right, I right. told them. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And I said, yeah. And he's been working uh, with us now ever since, doing well. And you know, college isn't for everybody. No. You I know. wish I, we should do a separate episode just on that. My son um, always struggled in school, was just not, mm -hmm. he didn't love school. He didn't, you know? he didn't love it. Right. And by senior year, I said, I just, 
I could I couldn't even deal with like all of it. I just wanted him to be, you know, mm-hmm. graduated. And it's been his choice to actually go to continue his education. But I did not push it. And mm-hmm. I, I feel as though, you know, I keep telling him life isn't cheap, my friend. So, you know, you gotta set yourself up for success. And, you know, some like you said, sometimes college isn't for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, graduating with a mound of debt and no plan for how you're going to, you know, afford this life that we live in, this crazy life well, that um you know, so I love that. I think that's good. <laughs> I, um, you know, I mean, ultimately I would like him to inherit the business. So he has to learn from somewhere. Right. And that's the bottom, which is he picks up debris, payments, put signs on lawns, contracts, things like that. Okay. Um, kind of like the runner, you know, like on the low end of the totem pole, right. but that's fine it, because it's how they learn. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, what 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 needs to be done today, right? <laughs> every day he has a list. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. And your daughter? Different. She's a princess. Okay. Okay. She's um um in U Miami uh, University. Wow. She's a sophomore. Oops, sophomore. And it's a great school. It is a great school. Um, I was there this past weekend for Parents Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. That's the first tailgate frat party I ever went to. Um, and, uh, she is, lives on a little different lifestyle, you know, but she, she says to me, mommy, if it doesn't work out after college, can I come work for you? (laughs) I said, please, please try to make it work with the amount of tuition, please. I said, (sighs) um, but no, she's actually doing very, very well. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a great school. Um, but, you know, obviously she has options, right? What does she, does she have like a major that she's passionate about or? Uh, biology. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, yeah, I think that's a big pre-med school, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I thought so. It is. Um, so when they were growing up, you they grew up in Monmouth County. They did. And they went to Colts Neck High? Uh, Nicholas, Nicholas did. And Emily went to Ranny School. She was a lifer from Ranny School. Um and uh, this it, nice school, great school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just it's a little, how do I explain <laughs> it? Yeah. This, well, it's not for everyone. It's I think not that's, for everybody. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, it's a great school. For, she did for get the, a very good education exactly, from there. Right. I'm going to say that. Um, um, but yeah, no, Nicholas went to Ranny for a little bit and he was like, no, this isn't for me. Right. Yeah. You know, I think little, that's what a lot of moms say about like, He felt it was too schools. challenging. So right. I said, okay. Yeah. But if you're the, you know, academic type and you want, you know, you're, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my daughter is, is, um, has that mindset. She's like very goal oriented. She's seven, but like, you can tell that she, you know, I have to never have to worry about her doing her homework and stuff like that. I check it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I know that it's done. And my son, it was like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. The opposite. So it's funny how different they can be, right? Very it's different. Same house, different different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did you like to do with them when they were growing up in the area? Typically, went on a lot of vacations because it was like the only way that um, you know the, the company that I run is very high strung, hectic, demanding. Um, so basically, the only way to de stress is to um, get out of the area, okay. town, country, go on a vacation somewhere right. and, and, and unplug, did, right. unplug. And we did this, you know, typically every holiday or spring break or definitely two weeks in the summertime 
So we go on vacation a lot to Caribbean destinations, Aruba, stuff like that. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Is Aruba? I've never been to. Everyone says it's windy. Is it? Is it, it is. really? It is, but like, you but you like it and you need it on the beach because okay. you just feel cool all the time, like pleasantly cool. Okay. Um, and it's not oppressive. Oh, it's not. Mm-mm. Okay. Cause I can't st- like, I'm, I, when it's windy, it just annoys it's me. It's not that type it's of It's not windy. annoying. Mm-mm. Okay. Got it's it. a nice cool breeze on the beach and you, you welcome it. Okay. Cause it's just so hot otherwise. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll have to make a trip. <laughs> Definitely. It's a happy island. Yeah. So you touched a little bit on your company, mm-hmm. uh, Majestic Exteriors LLC. Mm-hmm. Tell me, um, how did you get into that? Um, well, uh, I married a roofer. Okay. <laughs> and you, uh, how long, um, how long have you had the company? 20, 28 years. Wow. 29. Yeah. Serving Monmouth County only or? No, no, no. We, we, we service, um, Monmouth, Mercer, Middlesex, uh, Somerset, Ocean County. Um, we used to do a lot more and then the traveling was a little too much. Mm -hmm. So we kind of kept it to these areas here, but Monmouth County definitely let's where our home base has always been. And what was your background before that? Um, I went to college for about two years. I'm originally from Toronto, Canada, as a matter of fact. Um, I've been here a long time now. Um, uh, some people sense a little accent okay on me sometimes um but i went to college for business and then we got married and just started from nothing you met in college or no we met um uh he was a waiter at a restaurant in new york city and i was traveling okay and we got married pretty quickly actually and um I remember I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do for money? And he's like, well, I know how to do roofs. (laughs) And I said, great. What's a roof? Like, I didn't even know I was 21 years old, 22 years old. And I remember we were sitting at a Wendy's restaurant and had maybe like a hundred dollars in our pocket. And somebody called on uh, his cell phone and said, yeah, my friend needs a roof done. And And he was like, I'll be right there. Yes. And we were there the next day. And took us about a week to do the roof. I mean, he shingled the roof and I stripped the roof and cleaned the garbage back and forth. It was, oh my God, exhausting. Yeah. Then I remember a fellow came down the road and he said, Sonny, he said, I need an estimate for my roof. Can you price mine? And it just started from there. Yeah. It's all word of mouth, right? In the beginning, right? It's, it's in the beginning. A, it's a lot of you in know. In the beginning, and then in the you know the colder months, it's you know. So my my husband, not anymore, but for about six years, he had a painting company, and mm-hmm. when we first met, so it was very kind of similar situation. It was he had actually just retired from the um, from MLB, he played professional baseball for a long time. So oh wow! He it was amazing, but at the same time, you know, when you're not playing anymore, he had spent you know years and years and years playing, so he didn't have any other really, you know, traditional work experience. So on the off season, he had learned how to paint with his Mm -hmm. uncle. Mm -hmm. So he knew how to paint. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we had just met and I said, you know, 
you know, what are we going to do? And he had just started like a, you know, set up, set up an LLC, but it was very much like, you know, just trying to find, you and know, learn someone it that, as you go. Yes. Right. Learn it right, as you go. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I just remember those winters, being like, you know, calling, you know, calling builders and finding out, you know, who might need, you know, any subcontract done and all of it. So it's, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> You're just figuring it out as it goes. Yeah. I mean, I think I've been through every trial and tribulation that can happen with a roof before, during, and after. Like yes. anything and everything that could possibly happen has happened. So you learn it, you figure it out, you master it, and you um, know what to do to make sure the issue doesn't happen again. Right. You know? So you started with roofs. and yeah. um, And then when did it evolve into additional services and um, mm, exterior? Probably like... 10 years later, people would say all the time, do you do siding? Do you do windows? Mm -hmm. Like, no, no. I started to say to myself, why, why don't we do this? You know? Um, And I just took it on and again, learned it as we, as we went along and it just got bigger and bigger and more and more. And, you know, a a roof is simple, but when it comes to redesigning your house, Mm -hmm. a lot of people need direction. They, they just, they see something that they like, the black and white house or the pretty this or whatever, but they can't put it together, mm-hmm. you know? So that's where I think I really, really excelled in the company. People call me a designer and, and I'm not, but I think I am now. I guess I am. And I kind of enjoy it. And I do, I participate with them significantly in their choices and to help direct them on how to make their house look different than everybody else's. Okay. In their budget. Right. You know, and that's so important too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, for me hiring any type of contractor, it's, it's a little bit like overwhelming, right. That just even like the process of going into it, not only one, like not only, you know, finding someone that you can trust, right. Because mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of, you know, contractors out there that don't, you know, that have ruined it, I'm sure for the, for the better ones. Um, but also just like you said, like, you know, picking out the right one and it's such a big investment and like really, you know, kind of trying to understand even, you know, what supplies that you're working with and, Mm -hmm. you know, whether or not they're good quality and all of that. So it's, you know, it's not just, you know, as simple as it it may look, right? And, and, and so I'm not that typical, like salesperson, pushy, aggressive, I absolutely not. You know, I will come meet with you. I will understand everything that you want, the full scope of work. I will make suggestions um, or uh, provide my input Uh and I'll prepare a whole proposal, separate it a la carte, whatever. And then, you know, I will call you once. And if you are not interested or you're not ready, that's okay. Like I, I have that sort of mentality where, where it's a lot to digest. And when you're ready, I tell them, call me, text me, make a time, meet me in the Colts next showroom. So we can sit down and go over everything. I'll print out all the pictures. We can, we can pair colors, um, in the showroom or take a drive together and look at houses. I do that. Wow. Yeah, I do that. I mean, it's important that, you know, people see, visualize, but it's gotten to the point where in certain towns that, I mean, on any given week, I'm definitely doing 
some type of job in their town and they see it. They'll see the sign on the lawn or they'll um, recognize the trucks or um, even even people have been saying to me a lot, um, I know Tanya did that house. And it's like, well, how did you know? Well, because it's got certain signature details on it that oh, wow. I know Tanya does on her houses. Oh. So- which is which is nice. I like that. I, love I like that. to hear that. Yes. You know, um, um, yeah. So it's really grown in in some town like Middletown, Lincroft, Homedale, um, Titton Falls, great town. Yes, great beautiful, town. Yeah. beautiful. Red Bank, um, Shrewsbury. There's three three houses going on today. For um, Red Bank, there's been a lot of. Um, uh, houses being flipped, I've noticed too, or not even flipped, but, you know, maybe purchased and just really completely, um, you know, re, re, uh, redone. Yeah. And, and a lot of different red bank. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that red bank has, has had a lot of that. Um, I don't really focus on that type of new construction style, you know, put blue siding and, and leave, okay. you know, because it's it's all about the trim and the detail. That's what makes it oh, on a house. Interesting. It's all about the trim and the detail. It's not about um, expensive siding or adding stone or you know things like that. Um, and I try and push the front entry door. You got to have a front entry door, you know. And the husband and the wife's like, I told you. And he's like, Well, you can have your man cave. Right. Better have a front door. Stop. Yeah. Like, you know, like this is the focal point oh, of your house. I agree. I love So we have these type door. of conversations with people and it gets fun. Oh, that is fun. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So your children um, grew up in this business. But, yeah, they did. And what was that like? Have it, did you just constantly have them on jobs and just running around with? No, no. So I was lucky that I had my mother okay. live with us. So she took care of the homestead because, you know, I'm out at a job site at 7.30 and there were many, many nights I don't get home until 8 p.m. Right. Until everything's all said and done and everybody has their work orders for the next day. Um, So, I mean, I tried as much as I can Sundays, Saturday afternoons to go be with them or in the evenings taking them to karate or dance or something like that. Um, And then we had Sandy. Do you remember her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you between October 29th, 2012, when that storm hit to probably May of 2013, I didn't see them for months. Wow. It was insane. It huh. was crazy. Um, you couldn't even pull up at a shop, right? And be attacked or mobbed by people. Uh, hey, can you fix my roof? Or I have um, a tree that fell in my living room or something like that, yes. you know, and they would just swarm the truck. So wow. a lot of times on the weekends, the kids were with me or not, or, and, and it was just like that. Okay. So yeah, especially always around storms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that must be, um, I've had these conversations a lot of with moms who are entrepreneurs or maybe working professionals and they just, they work a lot. And a lot of them struggle with that guilt of like, just not being as present. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also spoken to a lot of moms who have like grown children, right? They're maybe in their in their twenties and thirties, um, and the, the children always say that 
they have so much admiration for like the work that their their parents you know did and that you know the life that that they were able to mm-hmm. you know afford to give them and mm-hmm. the lessons and it's not just about you know obviously like having you know to be able to afford nicer vacations or to you know to to um have a certain lifestyle but it's also about like the lessons that they learned that it's not it's not for you know it's 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 not easy right what you're doing it's not so they learned that mostly in the last few years as they were older and more perceptive um like we would go to a restaurant or uh, even in Aruba like the last time we were there um on the beach, people came up to us and they were like, Tanya? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, it's it's Fran. You did my house, you know. And they keep hearing this all the time. And they're like, oh, oh. So I guess, my, you know, my mother does do cool things. Yes. Right? Yes, right. And then they started to piece it and put it together. Right. Right. No, that's amazing. I Mm -hmm. love that story. It's so funny. You never know who you're going to run into, right? Always. Always, especially in restaurants. Yes, I agree. I'm starting to get a little bit of that. But yeah, sometimes it's like I can't go to Costco looking like I just got out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) So Majestic Exteriors now Mm -hmm. is, you know, I see the trucks everywhere. I Mm -hmm. see signs. Um, You know, it's really, it's incredible because like I said, we had a little taste of what it was like to be, you know, in that that world of, of being. Um, you know, a, a subcontractor, essentially, contractor, essentially, um, and you built an incredible business. Um, so you offer exterior work. You do roofing. Um, you do siding. Roofing, siding, windows, doors, stucco, stone, soffit, fascia, gutter, trim, rails, decking. Um, Pavers, yes. Pavers, okay. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about this earlier, but what is it like right now in the state of, you know, the crazy real estate market, um, you know, the supply chain issues, what are you seeing, um, you know, to be the biggest challenges for your customers? Pricing. Pricing. Pricing right now Just is- Inflation is- It is, and and it's hit everywhere. And I saw this from about a year ago where- People would say, Tanya, I love you, but can we just hold on a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, we can hold on for a little bit. We'll right. hold on as long as you need to. Um, with with, I mean, we had seven, eight price increases throughout the board um, in vinyl siding, windows, um, roofing last year was down to two colors, black or black. I mean, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> wow. you know, like, like doing someone's whole transition of siding windows or it was like in the $30,000 number, okay. you know, and now it's just 30% more. It it just is. And it has to be Wow. when this was all starting and happening um, with these price increases, they weren't even informing us. And here I am, you know, someone would say, Hey, Tanya, I'm ready to do the job. And I gave him a quote in 2018. And I was like, okay, let's go, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like all these numbers and price increases were, were hitting me, but Mm -hmm. I never imposed it on the, on the customers. I just don't like to do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but now, I mean, I think the pricing is leveled off pretty much. I think it, it's, it's gone to where it's going to be. So, I mean, you have to be um, able to curb your numbers to people's budget because they just didn't plan for X amount of dollars for their windows or their doors or, you know, so you kind of like have to work through it. Right. Right. Supply chain is gotten better. I sleep now much better. 
than I did. And uh, again, never, ever been through that type of crisis before where, well, what do you mean I can't get material or what do you mean the windows didn't come in or it's, it's March and I ordered them in September, like, and it, it was real. It was just all absolute real. Um, it's gotten much better. I think people went to work. Um, lead times are three to three weeks or so to get material. Mm -hmm. Now you just have to worry about the delivery, receiving, shipping aspect of it where, okay, what's broken, damaged, or missing at the job site okay. and to figure out how to remedy it, replace it, whatever it is. But again, I, it's been two and a half years now. I'm immune to it. Yeah. It's been, I wake up in the morning, just like, okay, what, what are you going to throw at me today? Right. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it's been that long. Like we're going into yeah. 2023, which just, I, I feel like this year flew, but you know, we've all, like you said, we've almost become immune to, you know, just the mm -hmm. state of the world at the moment, but it, time keeps going by. And I'm happy to hear that at least it's leveling off a little bit and it's not, mm -hmm. you know, as extreme because, you know, even utilities are just like, I, I noticed or you know, you got the electric bill from having the air on and it was like $400 for the, you Have you, you been know, to shop more. right lately? Oh my God. Oh, I know. Like Even, <laughs> oh, I know. It's just, it's just crazy. I, I made chicken pot pie this week and I'm like, mm -hmm. the, like it cost me, I think like $40 for all the mm -hmm. ingredients. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's in, impacted in every, every spot. So um, but you know, that's great that at least it's, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel, there right? Is. Yeah. And, uh, and jobs aren't going to be as slowed down for you as, as I'm sure they had been over the last, you know, couple of years. What was that like during COVID? Did, um, were you just kind of shut down for a couple of months? Never, or? never, never. Oh, you're outside. Down. So that was, that was good too. I didn't care if they thought I was essential, non-essential, right. didn't matter. I think I was the only nut at 5.30 in the morning, driving on Route 34 South, you know, going to the office, preparing my day, getting the jobs done and whatever. Um, no, I, I wasn't going to be stopped. And I I had contracts with people. Right. People wanted their job. And yes, a lot of it was exteriors, except, you know, windows, you have to be inside somewhat. Oh. Um, there were some people that wanted to reschedule. Most didn't. I mean, if their roof was leaking, they wanted their roof replaced, right. you know, or if they had a siding order out there, um, that's their money. That's their real money. And they wanted their job done. So I just kept moving. Right. And the housing markets, you know, um, at the same time really picked up. So people were, you know, people were home and they were saying, let's, you know, let's fix that this. was the let's best thing that. really, because right. normally, usually you have to go through this whole thing. Okay you know, when are you going to be home so we can schedule the windows? And usually, you know, one spouse works in the city or one does this and this, but everybody was just always home. Right. So it really worked out that way. Other than the fact when they had to lose their Wi-Fi for just a little bit, you know, when we were siding that side of the wall, <laughs> it was like, oh my God, there's no Wi-Fi. And I'm like, just It'll come it's back. Be okay. <laughs> Give us an hour, <laughs> you know. And they the like panic. Like yes. Do you understand? My kids on remote. I'm like, just give me a, one hour. We'll, oh, we'll get wow. your Wi-Fi back. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, have, have you noticed that people are back to work now in person? Like, mm. where you're? Are they still working from home as much? They, they are. Um, or they'll go. They'll say, Tanya, I go to the city twice a week. Twice now. a week. So it's more of like a hybrid. So then I can easily 
curve the schedule around their time or, or some, or, or they still have the leisure to say, okay, well, I'll work from home today. It's fine. Right. Right. You know, that's so yeah, that was definitely a plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love that your business is, is women owned and women run, right. There's mm-hmm. all women in your office at the mm-hmm. showroom in Colts neck. Um, you know, what's that like working in the community as, as a female owned, um, exterior remodeling business? Um, so if, if you don't know me or didn't know that a woman was coming out, you may think, okay, here's this woman who's going to talk to me about a roof, let's say, you know, and, and when I get there, it, they realize I'm not there to sell window treatments. And, and I start talking uh, and talking and talking about everything on their roof. And they're just like, sometimes they look at me and they're like amazed, right? you know? Um, so I, I love it when I come against, um, uh, a male homeowner who's like an architect or something like that. And then they want to sit there and drill you with all these questions. questions. And I just blow them away. And they're like, wow. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's such a male dominated industry in, in particular, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of industries are, mm-hmm. but, um, but I love that, you know, mm-hmm. that it's, but in the siding or, or, you know, windows, doors, um, estimates, most male customers, they, when I start talking and they're like, Oh, hold on let me get my wife because she's going to love you, you know? So oh, I love that. So they, they welcome it. They yes. welcome it for that part of it. Uh-huh. Um, and roofing and roofing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's all the same now in the beginning when I was younger, maybe mm-hmm. um, people would look at me a little strange, right? but I, I think it's a lot more accepting now. Yeah. And yeah. you know what you're talking about, right? You know exactly what you're doing. So I do. people can trust you and you have the, you know, a great reputation in the area. And I think, you know, like you said, let me get my wife. I think there's, uh, you know, lots of women that just mm-hmm. want to support and, um, and get behind, you know, a, a woman owned company, especially in our awesome community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're not, well, I know you mentioned that you, you know, you're, you're nonstop, but when you do get a chance to get out in Monmouth County, what do you like to do? Mm. Any restaurants that you like in the area? Um, yeah, I, you know, like in the summertime, I like to go, um, on the shore in Seabright, uh-huh. uh, to a few restaurants there or been going a lot to the Highlands. Oh, actually, there's okay. a lot of pretty restaurants there. Uh, anything on the water is anything what I really like for the summertime in the winter, basically just staying local, right. you know, between Cold Snack Marlboro, whatever restaurants are around. Right. Um, I try to do errands, do a little shopping. Um, otherwise, that's, yeah. Is there any beaches that you like? You like, even said Seabright? Or you save that for the trips. <laughs> you save that really for the trips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard on the weekend, right? To, it's to get very to the hard. beach. Yeah. So mm-hmm. because our downtime is, you know, December, January, February. Okay. Yeah. So unless you like to ski, well, not that you can no. ski in Monmouth County, but I'm not a skier either. I'll go tubing. 
That's it. We just booked a trip to my daughter. Instead of doing a party this year, I said, because the party is also the same thing. I've just gotten so crazy mm-hmm. um, expensive to to have a kid's birthday party for two hours. I'm like, I'm not, you know, spent, you people can spend thousands of dollars on it. So I said, I don't like just, events it's now crazy. and not birthday parties. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, we're going to go to just to, to uh, one of those indoor water parks, but it's like also in a, you know, ski lodge. And I said, no, we're just going to do the, the park. We're not going to do mm-hmm. any of the skiing. I don't know how to ski. I'm like, I think I've been once and it was not a good, not Mm -hmm. a good day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not very coordinated that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I also would love to know there's, you know, lots of women, um, moms listening and, uh, you know, women-owned businesses uh, that are also listening and also a lot of moms who um, might have, you know, have work full time and then, you know, on the side are kind of building their, you know, their own side hustle. Um, you know, you touched a little bit earlier on how you did roofing for 10 years mm-hmm. and, you know, after 10 years, you said to yourself, well, you know, oh, we don't do siding or, oh, you know, we don't do this. And, you know, was that, um, did you not do it because you didn't think to do it or because like you just didn't have your, like you didn't, you said to yourself, Oh, like, why aren't we doing this? What was that like light bulb that clicked that made you kind of get to the next level in the business? Um, probably like learning all the different aspects of the trades and how they really correlate to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the design is what really intrigued me as well. Okay. You know, um, look at all the, like at the time there was the dark colors coming out, the blues, the, the grays and, and incorporating it with white trim and this and that, and stone was very popular too. And, um, I was very intrigued by it. Okay. You know, so, and I realized that people want to deal with one person for everything instead of, four different contractors on their particular job. Okay. Right. So like they, more want, they want that process. one go-to type of person um, where they can reach out. And, and, and I do, I get text messages sometimes 11 o'clock at night. Tanya, look at the light fixtures I picked up. What do you think of them? And I'll say to them, oh, they're okay. Why don't you go to like Capital Lighting? They have those nice matte black sconces or whatever. They're like, oh, okay. You know, and they listen. And because they know that I've been doing this and every single job that I complete, Mm -hmm. um, I stand back and I look and I think what I love about it and what I don't like about it. Okay. And they know that I'm very, very, very blunt too. When I'm at people's houses, I'll let them know, my God, that's ugly. That has to go, you know, or something in there. And at first they're like, oh, I like her. And so they trust my opinion on a lot of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it sounds like, you know, you kind of, it became, you became more confident in your trade and your, in your skill set. Yes. Um, so what would you say to moms and any women out there that are thinking about starting, you know, not just particularly in your industry mm-hmm. or anything like that? Um, because it, I think it takes a big, you know, it's a big leap of faith. And, and a lot of times it's a big risk, especially if you're, you know, you already have an established family or, you know, you just have circumstances that maybe it might be a bigger risk than, you know, someone that's younger and kind of can just go out and do whatever they, you know, they want to do without as much, I guess, repercussions, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely, definitely a risk. There's a risk in everything. Um, and you have to put, you know, 150% into it. Like it's, it's a lot of hard work and you have to go right to basics um, and learn every single aspect of the business that you're cr- 
creating or wanting to do. Um, and, and once you push through that point, good old customer service, if you excel on that, it prevails right? and people see it and people then do the talking for you. They really do. Um, so it just takes a little bit of time to push through the, the, the growing pains right. yeah. of the business. That customer service aspect is so overlooked. I agree. I, I, my background is actually in sales. Um, and it's, you know, it's very similar in a lot of ways running a business is, you know, just that you could be a good salesperson, right? Mm -hmm. And you can, you know, you can discuss how and why and where you're going to make their lives better, right? You're delivering some type of value of, mm -hmm. of any kind when you're selling anything. People buy things that they feel value in, right? That they like, that they, um, you know, want to buy. It's an emotional experience. Mm -hmm. But once that is sold, there's, you know, some some salespeople are notorious for having that um, that mindset and then don't really deliver and, and, you know, or maybe the, the end product is not exactly what is promised. Um, but if you are, you know, if you are gaining trust in your customer base and you really care about, mm -hmm. you know, making an impact and whatever you're doing, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that goes, you know, I just did, um, a lot of renovations on my own house Okay, this spring, early summer. And I'll tell you, um, out of maybe, seven, eight contractors that I hired um, to do work inside and outside of my house, I'd probably commend two of them. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And did you know all of them or? Um, some I did, some I didn't. Okay. It's the ones that actually I didn't are the ones that actually did better. <laughs> they exceeded. Um, you know, there were two that were just um, on point, um, no extra charges did exactly what they said they were going to do. And maybe even a little bit over, I didn't have to babysit them. I didn't have to follow up on them, you know, like, and then a couple other guys that I hired, it was like, wow. I was like, wow. So I really, really, it's interesting because I saw it in a different aspect mm -hmm. where I was the customer now yeah. and how it looks or feels to a homeowner when, you know, the crew doesn't show up that day when I, when they were, I was told they were coming or the right or, time or the right time or the delay or something. So I, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are it was interesting? The like top, not doesn't have to be five, but what are the top points to you would um, tell your customers or anyone when hiring a contractor? Like what are the things to remember or to look for? Initial communication, like consistent communication. So, you know, when you call a contractor and they're not answering you or they take like two days, three days to get back to you, that's the right there is the red flag, you know, where it's like, um, I try to be like an on-demand person for people and they like that and people want that, you know, they're paying your company X amount of dollars to deliver a job. So they're looking for a response. And so um, quick communication is, is number one. Number two is contracts. I'm a nut about that, like an absolute nut about that. You know, I, if I'm doing siding windows, doors or something on your house, and I meet with you, great, but I'm not going to go forward on your job until we sit down in the showroom for an hour, two hours, however long it takes that we go through every single line item and show you exactly 
what this looks like, what you can have, if you want to change it for this, all the different color, you know, I'm really nuts about that. And that everything is black and white on the contract and they understand it. I understand it. And, and so this way, when you have waited three months for the materials to come in and time has passed, you fall back on that and everything you follow it exactly. And there's never usually error okay. on the job sites. Yeah. So everything that was discussed is, is mm -hmm. in the contract and, you mm -hmm. know, there's no surprises essentially. But listen, homeowners, there's always changes, right? They always like, you know, they saw something, you know, like, oh, Tanya, what do you think if we did this, you know, or, um, you know, you're doing the trim and I like, I love to specialize in AZAC PVC trim, um, with surrounds and headers on the, on the front of the house and columns and this and that. Cause like I've always said, it's about the trim. Mm -hmm. It's not about the siding. Um, and they're like, oh, geez, you know, what if we do a little bit more over here? What if we, this, and I'm like, okay, no problem. And, and, and I think they're like, like, well, how much extra? Don't worry about it. I'll do that. You know, I, I don't nickel and dime people. I think that's really what I'm trying to say. I, I don't like say, oh, that's an extra $200. Just, I have it there. Just do it because you know what, in the end, the house shows better mm -hmm. with even that much more detail and they're happy. Okay. What about deposits? What, uh, what would be alarming if a contractor, what should be alarming to a consumer? If a contractor came and said, you know, we require 50% deposit up front for the entire job or something like that. Well, it used to, you used to think, okay, that's alarming, but that's really the norm. That's the norm okay. right now. It's very close to 50%, um, that you do need upfront. Um, we handle it in a different fashion where, um, we don't take a deposit directly from the homeowner. We have them pay for the material orders, okay. um, that I would make on their siding or their windows once I come to measure them or something. Um, and they pay it directly to the supplier because the supplier takes credit cards and people love to pay by credit card, right? Yeah, they love points. the cash back, the <laughs> rewards, the points. So, and there's no fee to it. Right. So, you know, if there, people love the idea to pay the material portion, which is 40, 50% of the, the job cost in a credit card, and then the balance, they write a check to Majestic Exteriors when we're done. Interesting. You know, so, and, and that's just, we've been doing this for years like that. And I guess in the beginning and people, it was a way to tell people that I don't have your money. You have the, the supply house has the material and whatever. And, um, so nobody can run away from you and you're, you're, you can pay for it when it gets delivered, like all those sorts of things. So we just kept it that way, basically for the credit card. Aspect. Okay. People love to pay by credit card. Oh, mm -hmm. and that's nice too, that you allow them, you know, that, um, they love it. you know, that, mm -hmm. uh, opportunity to, you know, to gain some value out mm -hmm. of the entire transaction too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is ahead for you in 2023? Because we're coming up at, towards the end of the year now. What are your plans for the business going forward? Um, well, keep moving as, as we are. Um, new products. Okay. New products. So, um, and trends. Yeah, I was going to ask. I'm excited with, with, okay. with different trends. So the trends are going all back to that light, soft color. Interesting. It is. Um, I, 
the Pacific blue, the charcoal gray, the sable brown, these dark colors, Mm -hmm. you know, the trends have been just going downwards and people are going back to those original colors like herringbone or desert tan or clay, like those softer driftwood sort of tones. And what we're doing is we're accenting on metal roofing gutters. Uh, Okay. Right. Like dark bronze gutters with herringbone or, you know, uh, a front entry door with like, you know, some nice stain to it or, you know, and, and, and it's interesting to see where those trends are really going. So that's what I, I get excited for. Yeah. Um, and new products that I feel are going to emerge, um, because there's, you know, material manufacturers that couldn't make it through the storm as, as consumer confidence is a little low, mm-hmm. um, and they're trying to reinvent certain products and give people a better alternative to the typical vinyl siding, let's say. I see. You know? So there's different options out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. The tin, is it a tin roof or a metal roof? Like it's the metal. ones that use, it's metal. It's metal. So they've become, they're very popular in the South. You see them everywhere. When mm-hmm. we go to Georgia and South Carolina over the summer, many houses have them, but you do see them up here. Mm-hmm. My husband said that you can't have the entire roof metal because of the, it, it wouldn't warm the house correctly. Is that not the case? That's not the case. Okay. It's just, it's expensive. Oh, it's expensive. It's very expensive. Okay. Um, I'll see partial. Like you'll have to see like So partial, like on a little bay window bump out or a little shed roof on the front. It really just provides that accent Okay. in a matte black finish or terratone or dark bronze, or I've been doing even charcoal gray metal roofs, like, and it's like pretty. It's so pretty. beautiful. I like yeah. the red too when I see the red. The, yeah, the red. I've done a couple in Red Bank and um it was fun and it worked with with gray siding, you know. Right. Um I love people that love color. Yes. Don't be afraid of color. Right. You know. Um um and and colored gutters as well, like, you know, a bronze or gray gutter or I try to color match the downpipes so you can't see them in the siding. I mean, it just depends. Okay. You know? So all these new products or some of the new products coming down the pipeline will be available to check out at the showroom in Colts Neck. Mm-hmm. They will. And where can our listeners find you? We're um, the Colts Neck Shopping Center. Okay. Uh, same plaza as Becker's Hardware, um, just north of Delicious Orchards. Right. And we're there Monday to Friday, eight to five, Saturdays by appointment only. Okay. Um, I, many, many nights, I stay late in the showroom if people want to meet with me, if I've provided them a proposal Saturday, Sunday. Um, but yeah, we've been there for a while. And your website is? MajesticExteriors.com. MajesticExteriors.com. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, it's Majestic Exteriors LLC. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for You're joining welcome. me today. It was so interesting learning about all of the all of the trends and everything that's happening in, in uh the you know the exterior contracting world. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank, you. thank you for having me. 
Um, this week, just a little housekeeping. Uh, we have a lot happening this month. As I mentioned, we're preparing for the Mammoth Moms uh, Halloween Spooktacular right here at Bell Works in Homedale, New Jersey. Registration is still open. It is free to attend. So come with your family and enjoy. We're going to have over 75 vendors, a whole kids activity zone, uh, food, um, costume contests. Everyone will be, I'm sure, dressed up and giving out candy at the table. So great opportunity to not only, um, you know, come and enjoy a nice day with friends and family, but also get that um, extra use out of the Halloween costumes, which I love. Up. When my son, just side note, when my son was little, there weren't as many Halloween activities and like things to do. And you just kind of see the difference. My kids are 10 years apart and like how the world has changed so much. Mm-hmm. And now there's so many things to do, you know, for the costumes because it's nice. You know, you buy the costume, they wear it once and <laughs> that's it. True. So, um, so yeah, get the costumes on. It's the day before Halloween and uh, we're excited to see you there. Uh, and then also lots of fall festivities happening at Eastmont Orchards this fall um had there on the weekends they have hay rides photo ops apple picking pumpkin picking you can get um fresh vegetables and jams uh we really love it there at eastmont orchards uh delicious orchards also has lots of fall favorites in stock now get your apple cider donuts mm. and your fresh produce and uh, enjoy a uh, a nice outing with the family we all love delicious orchards and colt's neck there are also some pop-up events at Oak Hill Farms in Homedale. Check out their um, calendar each week to check out what's happening at the farm. You can go see the animals, um, grab a coffee, go see Carla, and pick up some nice um, items that she has in the shop. We love Oak Hill Farms. I think half my house is furnished from the decor is <laughs> furnished from there. Um, and Twin Pond Farm in Howell, um, also a great farm to head to right in Howell, New Jersey. You can do pumpkin picking. They have all kinds of activities for the kids um, this time of year. So check out our website. We have all of the information on it on there for that. And as always, make sure to check out our fall fun guide, um, which is um, our 2022 up- updated guide. So if you wanted um, some ideas as to go, where to go pumpkin picking, where to check out local events, um, even activities for the older kids, there's lots of ideas and stuff to do in there. Uh, and then we're also working, I can't believe it, but I'm working on the holiday fun guide. So that's going to be coming out soon mm-hmm. too. Before we know it, we're going to be talking about where to get Christmas trees. So that'll be out um in the coming weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. So it'll just mm-hmm. fly by, right? So thanks, everyone, for joining today. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks.